0: Duncan McCollum coming to you from Santa Cruz live, and I'm very happy to be here talking to y'all out there at the end of this photograph needle, as as Taj Mahal used to say on his songs. And, uh, you know, it's uh, been a crazy week with the 4th of July and thinking about Independence Day and um, freedom, you know, and you think of everybody wants freedoms. And oftentimes you have to really ask your question, what does freedom mean to you? It's like freedom from, freedom from what? Or freedom for, how does that equate in your life? Because if you're not sure what it is you're shooting for, then you're going to have a lot harder time hitting the target. So what, you know, happiness is really comes from achieving those things that you've, you're been striving for in life. And we're going to run into so many blocks along the way. So over being able to recognize what the stops are and have workarounds to get you to your goal is really the art of living. And it takes uh, knowledge, it takes patience, it takes courage, and also certainty that you're going to get where you want to go. So... I talked the other day about the poem by Robert Service called Grin, you know, and I don't have it with me today. But Robert Service was uh, his book is the reminiscing of a sourdough, a gold miner back in the early 1900s up in Alaska. That's where the movie Gold Rush came from with Char- Charlie Chaplin, if any of you have ever seen that. It's pretty, pretty funny, but in a uh, sort sar- kind of a sad way. But, you know, when you. Look at what causes people to decide to go up into Alaska in the in the early 1900s and t- toil for gold, you know, and not know if they'll ever get back. Or what causes? I just got done watching the Viking series, uh, the second one, and uh, it's it's amazing to see what people went through in order to survive or to achieve their goals or strive to achieve their goals throughout those years. You know, so many of us, even people I know and people you know, I know have um, passed away along the way, even though that they work so hard to get somewhere and they, whether they get there or not, soon as they're, they're gone, you know, other than the real close family, um, they're kind of forgotten after a while so you know what is it that you really want to do while you're here what is it that i'm trying to do while i hear while i'm here i i ask myself those questions because i i want to try to make sure that number one i'm enjoying myself number two that i am accomplishing and helping other people and number three i i have time to enjoy my the fruits of my labors um Just in looking at what was done, it's like an artist or uh, when I create a song with music and I get to listen to it back and enjoy it. Or when we have a patient that walks out of here, uh, just like this lady yesterday was walking out just saying how happy she was that she found our office and that we've given her life back and allow her to be able to do some of the things she never thought she would do again. So, um, you know, when we really take a look at where we're heading for life, I think that uh, some of you might be familiar with Lao Tzu, uh, the author of The Art of War. He lived thousands of years ago in China and wrote a book that is, uh, you know, very, very important for you if you're going to achieve the goals you want in your life and overcome the obstacles in your life. I found a a quote by Lao Tzu this morning and I thought I would read it to y'all out there. Um, It made a lot of sense to me. I worked very hard to keep within the parameters of this, but so many times a day, I find myself falling off of it. So the more I'm able to pay attention to this, the better. So here's what Lao Tzu says. He says, watch your thoughts they become your words. Watch your words. They become your actions. Watch your actions. They become your habits. Watch your habits. They become your character. Watch your character. It becomes your destiny. So I love that because, you know, I always kind of, oh, well, very rarely, actually, do I look at where I've come from. I just wake up in the middle or wake up and go, okay, what do I, where am I? going today? What do I need to do? What I did last month, um, it doesn't matter so much in the doingness of it, the achieving of those things I strive for, like helping somebody or, you know, getting something done at my house that I want to get done, spending time with somebody I care about, um, exercising, uh, sticking to something that I decided I would do is so important. And a lot of this reason I'm bringing this up is because, you know, when you take a look at where you're going with your health right now or your life, if you have anything physically holding you back, most of your attention will go towards trying to figure out how to get that handled or lie around being the um, effect of it going, I'm not going to be able to get this thing fixed. Or... I'm there's everything I've tried hasn't worked. So when somebody is sick or hurt, the number one thing they're focusing on typically is how do I get my body well? You know, also you might have how do I provide for my family well? how I'm afraid that if this gets any worse, I'm not going to be able to work or um enjoy my kids or my spouse. and so, it's so important that we really try to take the time to get our bodies healthy right now, get our health health in order. And sometimes it's a lot harder uh, because we've waited too long or we've had circumstances um, either beyond our control or because of our control that have got us sick. They've got us in pain. They have us broken down. You know, I know that... Um, <clears throat> My earlier life was filled with lots of accidents and injuries, lots of uh, medication in the form of street drugs um, and, uh, you know, wins and losses in life. And so it took a lot to pull myself up by the bootstraps and walk away from that one day and go, "Okay, I'm changing my life. And where do I need to start? So and I've had to do that a few times, like I'm sure we all do. But the main thing is that when you wake up in the morning, you have a choice. You can realize that yesterday is gone. There's nothing you can do about it. You're going to live for today and create your tomorrows. So, as long as you know that whatever you've done to harm your health, if you can curtail that or get somebody to give you guidelines on how not to continue to make the same mistakes you're making then work towards improving your body today whether it's drinking more water whether it's trying to sleep better better posture um you know your whole nervous system is encased inside your spine and uh, so many people have such terrible posture they're bent over their heads are forward it's like holding a 10 pound weight out like this all the time and um that's going to put so much stress on the muscles or the nerves in the neck the neck can, the nerves in the neck go to the thyroid gland. that gives you energy. They go to your lungs and your heart. They go into your hands, your shoulders, um, hands, and all that stuff. So they allow uh, function of not only your ability to get around and use your hands to create and or do the things that help you survive, but, you know, they also, you, you need them in order to get through life. So a lot of I had a woman come in today, yesterday she came in. I, I went looked at her x-rays with her today. And we talked about the fact she goes, Oh, well, I've had neck pain. Everybody has neck pain. It was the words out of her mouth. And I remember that because when I was a kid and I broke my back when a branch I was sitting on broke on a, in a tree and I fell down about 25 feet. I just grew up thinking it was normal to be in pain. And that normal to be in pain attitude stopped me from doing a lot of things that I would have loved to done as a kid. And also on the other end, I wanted to do things so badly that I overcame the pain and did them like backpacking in the Sierras with 50 pound backs on my back. You know, luckily, the the straps that backpack go around your waist. So it took the load off of my low back. But you know, it's Again, when I talk about what I read about Lao Tzu, um, his thought process, and um, I'm just going to read it again because it's important. Watch your thoughts. They become your words. Watch your words. They become your actions. Watch your actions. They become habits. Watch your habits. They become character. Watch your character. It becomes your destiny. Um, Lao Tzu. So when you're When you're trying to figure out where you want to go from this point forward, so many people have been under so much stress for the last um, three to four years because of uh, the lockdowns and the um, narratives that were put out across the country, the world, um, demands that were put out there that now we know may not have been really adequate and or but they were put out as a scare tactics or something to control a population. And it did to a large degree. But what happens when you're operating under fear, it's like being chased by a tiger. Your body knows what to do. It will pump out adrenaline and cortisol out of your adrenal glands to give you superhuman strength so that you can leap tall buildings at a single bound, be faster than a locomotive and all that kind of stuff but that is a quick spurt of a hormone that gives you a quick boost in energy. And then it goes away and your body regulates itself back to where it should be for the activities of daily living. But when you're under constant stress, like we were, which is looking for being afraid of an invisible foe, you don't know if it's there or not, such as whatever these things were they were telling us about you can't see it smell it taste it hear it touch it you can't tell if it's there or not and then after a while when everybody says watch out watch out watch out you're jumping at shadows your body is constantly under the adrenal uh, cortisol stress load this weakens your immune system terribly because your body shuts down its immune system in times of emergency it shuts down cognitive brain function to a large degree, because all you need to do is reactively run away from that invisible tiger. So it shuts down your immune system, your cognitive function, it elevates your uh, blood pressure and um, decreases your digestive function. So if you go through life for you know, three years with all of these things regulated, and every day you get up, you look at the news that tells you, watch out, the invisible tiger's right behind you, your body's going to break down. And so what we're seeing is years of chronic stress bringing patients into our office now with these aches and pains that aren't going away because the joints have deteriorated because of the inflammation in the joints caused by the increased inflammation of the the stimulus response reaction. So the good news is you can end your whole chapter of that. Wake up, go look outside, it's a beautiful day, and decide that I'm going to create something that I like. And by doing that, immediately your mind starts to function in a different way what you think about you talk about what you talk about you bring about paraphrasing um Tzu, because i loud Su, because i like to keep that in my mind and try to make sure i'm i'm saying the right stuff but when we go down the path of chronic inflammation which causes chronic disease then you know, we we start to have our body break down, and then you start to have symptoms. And if you have symptoms, if you go to uh, the Western medical route, 70% of all Western medicine to be um, conservative has to do with chronic disease. And there's a lot of medications, we take 70% of the world population's medications, and we're only 4% of the world population. But you are not going to medicate yourself out of a chronic disease. You will not do that. You can um, maybe slow down or hide symptoms from the chronic disease with medications, but you're never going to fix a chronic disease with medications designed to cover up symptoms. So this is where you want to start to take a look at excuse me, steps that you can do to start to improve your health in your life. And um, Duncan McCollum, chiropractor in Capitola, California, uh, I never charge to have somebody sit down and talk to me about their health. It's a complimentary consultation. We will um, discuss the issues that you uh, have at hand and whether or not this is the right office for you. Sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. In the last 10 days, there's probably been five patients that in us sitting down and talking together, either them or I came to the decision, this isn't what I'm looking for. And that's great because I only can help the people that I know I can help. And so it's important that they understand what my goal is for them and what their goal is for them and see if they align. But we have chiropractic, we have three chiropractors here amazing amazing guys and uh then also we have the stem cell machine which is a breakthrough in helping uh joints get function better um it's called the SoftWave technology or the tissue regenerative therapy machine probably you've heard about it by now there when i got mine there were 200 in the country now there's almost 700 but we've been using ours for four years and with amazing results for shoulder, knee, low back, hands, feet, um, all that kind of stuff. And so if you have any of that, try our $49 special. i have given a little commercial on that because we are uh, busy pretty much all the time with it. But when we see the results, my staff all says, let's help more people. So what the stem cell machine does is it stimulates your body into thinking the area we're using the machine on say it was my shoulder it stimulates the shoulder to act like it's a new injury this tells the brain go fix this to go do everything you would do to fix this shoulder so it revs up the stem cells that are in your body Stem cells can become any th- any cell in your body, and drives them to the point of where we're doing the machine. This is uh, going to help create some also some inflammation in the area, so that the stem cells can actually get into the tissue we're targeting. It also will create new blood flow in the area, so you have new uh, white red blood cells bringing oxygen and to the area, so that the body can learn to breathe and live again. So. That's one of the beauties about um, what we do here at our office is that we're working to help your body heal itself better. And there's three areas that we work. Um, Well, there's three stresses that we try to eliminate. And if we can reduce them or eliminate them, your body's going to do what it does better than anything, and that's heal. Your body's got this innate intelligence that is designed to heal. The greatest physician who ever lived lives inside of you. So if you haven't decided to do anything yet, I understand. If you're deciding, I'm going to do it now, don't wait. Procrastination is the nemesis of health. When you procrastinate, you allow the degenerative processes to go on longer and longer and longer. And uh, the longer they go, the worse it is and the harder it is to reverse if it's reversible. So if you've been on the fence for a while on doing something about your health and you think a natural approach would be good, which I do personally, because that's what helped me, you know, I'm 67 years old. I've never been on any uh, medication um, other than when I ruptured my appendix a couple of years ago and I was uh, in the hospital on some pain meds and thank God for those at that time. That's pretty painful. And of course, you know, they had to do surgery on me. So Western medicine saved my life with that uh, ruptured appendix. But after that, oftentimes I'll go into a doctor and, uh, or when I was talking to the guy about to do the surgery, he goes, what medications are you on? I go, none. And there's probably a lot of you out there on no medications. But oftentimes, as you'll know, you'll get the response. Well, you got to be on something. No. (laughs) High blood pressure med? No. No. High blood sugar? No. Uh, thyroid? No. Nope. Um, you know, anything else? No. Because my body has had the benefit of being under chiropractic care for 47 years. So my first chiropractic adjustment was 47 years ago. Carried in because I couldn't walk. Had asthma, really bad asthma at the time and allergies as well. As a complication of falling out of the tree in a seated position, my upper back didn't get broken like my lower back, but those nerves got crushed. And I never even realized till a few years later that my asthma had stopped after chiropractic. But then I also realized I never had asthma before I hurt my back and my allergies went away. Because my body's nervous system and immune system was working better, and I was not being affected by that stuff. So, so much of what we do, and believe me, you know, another patient of mine, um, really nice person from Monterey comes out or Carmel comes down once a week to get taken care of here. And um, she came in the other day and said, you know, I think I've got 4000 days left on the planet. I went, huh? And she goes, yeah, you know, I'm 62 years old. The average woman lives to be 67. So she multiplied, you know, 365 by whatever. I think she gave herself a few more years and goes, you know, I've got 4,000 days. That's not very much. I mean, if you're my age, 67, you know, I may have 4,000. I may have 8,000. But since I've already spent 26,000. Those 8,000 are a lot more valuable. So, how am I going to live them? You know, on the, I, I heard this uh, also from the, when I was watching this thing about um, Tao uh, Tzu or Lao Tzu, excuse me. It's like, you know, what do you think when you're lying in bed and you're gasping your last few breaths? You're lying there, maybe have family around you, maybe not. Uh, maybe you have friends around you, maybe not. Maybe you're severely medicated, maybe you're not. Maybe it's a very uncomfortable last few days, or maybe it's not. But what do you think you're thinking of, if you're thinking? You're probably thinking of the things that you wish you would have put more attention on before this day came. We never know when that day is going to come, but we sure could Well, I imagine that at that point, we are thinking about, I've never did this, or i never did that. And I really wish I would have made up with my family member so and so. Was it really worth giving up all that time in life because of some disappointment or some misunderstanding? Am I so right that I had to be dead right, meaning I went to the grave being right and ruined a relationship forever? probably doesn't matter once you're, once you're done, dust is dust. But, you know, if, if in the process of getting through today, you think of a couple people that you would like to communicate with, I would encourage you to do that. Whether it's, uh, write them a card, give them a call, text them. Um, you know, I had a, a patient of mine who really nice lady, fractured her hip really badly. Um, I was sitting here and I'm not adjusting right now. I have the other doctors adjusting. I'm working on other projects, but I was thinking about her and I wrote her a note and, uh, two, two people came in this week and said that. And she said, gosh, it's so nice to get a a letter in the mail. You know, all people do is get bills in the mail or junk mail or, you know, stuff from who knows what. But how often do you open your mailbox and get a short note from somebody that's a happy, friendly note? That goes so far. And I try to do that. I wrote one to another patient I was thinking about. She was sitting in the waiting room. She goes, hey, thanks for the love letter. And it kind of hit me. And then I realized, oh, yeah, I just wrote her a letter telling her how much I appreciate her being part of this office. So you never know how small, how far a small act of kindness will go. So I guess what I'm looking at today is um, number one: where are you with your life and where with your health? Are you happy where you're at? Probably not too many people are. Um, some people might be retired, living the life of you know luxury, or they have enough money to do whatever they want to do, and that's great fantastic they made it Um, other people might have just got to that age but their bodies are so broken down they can't even enjoy themselves and or they're afraid to do stuff or it's a distant memory of playing with their grandchildren or their children or being able to do the gardening that they'd like to do or walking the dog because they've allowed their body to break down quicker than the body could repair itself so we have this amazing innate intelligence In our body that can heal and repair us but if we break it down quicker than it can repair itself we'll never make it so sometimes you need guidance you need somebody to help you along the way and help you repair the things that are damaged and even more importantly um, figure out evaluate what is most important to work on first you know if you have a bad heart you're not going to work on a hangnail first Unless, of course, the hangnail is infected, and that infection is causing bacteria to get into your heart and potentially making it worse. So that's, uh, that does happen. People with bad hearts get infections in their body, and those infections are, the, are what finally pushes them over the edge. So we want to be able to have somebody look at your body as a whole, your mental, physical, and chemical stress... And help you spot which way to work first. I, I have a, somebody to help me. I don't try to do all that myself. When I do, you know, it, it's not as successful as having one of the docs here, Dr. Joe or Dr. Taylor, take a look at me and go, Doc, you need to do this. You need to do that. I'm too busy to look at that stuff for myself. If I have to look over all of it, be a professional understanding everything for my body, all the supplements I should or shouldn't take, the meals I should eat, the oxygen I should be breathing, the air, the bed I should sleep on, then I also need to know everything about the car I drive, what kind of oil it takes, how often to change the oil. I also need to know how to grow the food, which wouldn't be a bad thing, and make sure that I grow it, I know what fertilizers are being put into it. You know, I need to know, okay, what's in the house that I live in? Do I have all the right uh, things or is it toxic? You know, my point is, go to an expert to help you in the different areas of your life. The older I become, the more I realize I used to be a jack of all trades, right? I probably still am. There's things I do for fun. I like to build things for fun. But especially with your body, I mean... You may be able to figure out a a carburetor. You may be able to figure out a chainsaw or a sewing machine or something like that. But the day that you can figure out how to get this self-healing body entity into a a container that's 78% water filled with 75 trillion cells, each cell doing 250 million functions a minute all controlled by the brain and you know that all 24 spinal segments are moving right all 31 spinal nerves are working right i mean look if your health is important to you help have somebody help you with it because if you spend so much time trying to take care of your health you're going to miss the important things in life you're going to miss the times with the kids the grandkids the gardening the walks on the beach with somebody you care about. So I'm just—I guess what I'm trying to do is—is is get people to put into perspective their life today and where they want it to be. Where are their goals, and what is that goal? So I talked earlier about saying, you know, you can be happy, find a goal, and then shoot for the goal. You're going to run into brick walls everywhere, and if you give up first, then You're never going to hit that goal. And then you make a lesser goal and then a lesser goal. And then pretty soon you're just sitting on the couch wondering what happened. You know, there's the old phrase that says some people make things happen. Some people watch things happen and other people wonder what happened. So, and I'm a guilty of all three, you know, but I am trying to be a little bit better on the proactive stuff that is important to me and the people I'm around, you know, we have a staff here of, I don't know how many people altogether, but you know, my responsibility is to help them, give them the tools they need to help our patients and customers who come in here, so that they might, they get a, a a good quality product of better health, and then my staff gets compensated for a job well done, and. It's a cool thing because everybody loves seeing people be happy. You know, um, I read this thing about courage, or I paraphrase this thing by uh, a guy named L. Ron Hubbard, which I'll, I like this quote. It's on courage. It says, courage could be summed up in one, being willing to cause something to happen, and two, going ahead to achieve the effect what has, con- put, has put forth or postulated against any and all odds. So courage is decide to make something happen and then make it happen. Um, And then he says, you know, against all odds, he goes, there doesn't happen to be any such thing as failure. There just doesn't happen to be any such thing. But of course, you all want to agree there is such a thing as failure so that you can have a reason to fail. So you don't have to feel bad about it. So You know, we can continue to try to achieve those things and those goals that we're shooting for and or we can give up on them and give up on them and give up on them. But if they're important enough, then I encourage you to keep looking for better ways to get there. Find the right tools. Another woman was in here the other day with um, wrist pain, very, very bad wrist pain. She uses her hands for everything but loves to craft you know knitting and little tooling and cutting with scissors and stuff gives her so much pleasure in her life but she can't do it because of the severe pain and she goes i've tried everything i've exhausted every possible thing i've had cortisone shots in here they've wanted to do surgery i haven't decided to do that yet but i've been to this doctor physical therapy this that and the other but she had enough desire, enough wherewithal to try one more thing. So she heard the commercial about our softwave therapy machine, and the tissue regenerative therapy machine that we have. And she came in and had a session yesterday, came back today and said, I think it's a little better. It's a little soon to tell. But as long as she's a steward of what we recommend for her, and we keep rebuilding that area with her own stem cells, and we teach her how not to re-injure it, then the likelihood is she's going to have a much better functioning hand. And that's the way it is with everything in life. You put your body, you get what you give attention to. So if you give attention to the negative things in your life, you're going to get more negative things. If you give attention to the positive things that you see out there, then you will get more of them because, you know, it's an example. Have you ever known somebody or maybe you have to have just bought a red car? Never seen red cars driving around. But as soon as you have that red car, there's red cars everywhere. Everybody on the corner or down the street has a red car because that's what your attention is on now looking. Subconsciously, you've got that mindset of going, oh, there's one, there's one, there's one. So I'm just going to read this again, because I think we've just really got to hear this over and over again from Lao Tzu. Watch your thoughts. They become your words. Watch your words. They become your actions. Watch your actions. They become your habits. Watch your habits. They become your character. Watch your character. It becomes your destiny. What is your destiny? Your destiny is what you're telling yourself it's going to be. So, of course, we have some limitations by what's going on in the world around us. Um, we have limitations based on the politics and the media. We have a an amazing country that anybody listening to this um, show has grown up in a time of um, abundance in the United States. We have... Um, You know, I mean, basically, what I grew up in the 50s, 60s, 70s, we're coming out of World War II, Um, we had the Vietnam War, we had, of course, the Korean War, which was right before I was born. However, everything was great in the United States as far as we were expanding. We hadn't reached that zenith of that free expansion. And um, I remember my father telling me, Uh, many things, but, you know, basically saying things are going to change to a point where the country is not as free as it should be, in so many words. I mean, the founding fathers that put together the republic that we live in um, tried to safeguard against the breaking down of this incredible country we live in. And because of our freedoms, because we allow people to go uh, search for their own dreams and goals. It also allows for um, the darker side of things to come in. And um, if it goes unchecked, then it's going to grow like a malignancy and eventually overtake it. So I don't think that, um, in my opinion, our country is going to be the same in 20 to 30 years as far as the freedoms and the growth that we have right now so i think we're coming to the edge of that pinnacle so to me it's even more important for those of you my age younger or older of any age to get make sure your affairs are in order and i'm talking about your health make sure that you're you're not going down a road of diabetes which 60% of our population are diabetic or pre-diabetic, which of course leads to neuropathies, limb amputations, preventable blindness, kidney death by kidney failure, um, cancers, and all these kind of things. 60% of us are going that way because we're not checking what we're putting in our body. And the FDA uh, federal uh, and the CDC have not really been a steward of us. In other words, they were put in place to protect the consumer. But as a if you really look into it, they're in place to make money for the companies that they're supposed to be regulating. And a lot of them are working for the companies they are supposed to be regulating or getting jobs there afterwards. So, you know, all we can do um, besides trying to build a legacy financially which we've been taught since day one: put away, you know, like Mary Poppins' tuppets in the bank, and um, hope for the best. By the time you know we're ready to retire, we have enough of a nest egg so that we can sustain some kind of life. But um, nobody's ever talked to us about our health legacy. In fact, by the time we get to the retirement age, our our health account is drained. So few people have health. They haven't saved health. It's a a lost commodity and it might be seem too late to do anything about it. So, but it's not no matter what we, you can improve your health to a greater or lesser degree, depending on a few different factors, how much stress is in your life? What are you willing to do about it? How can you learn to handle it better? Remember what you think about, you talk about, you talk about, you bring about. If you dwell on it all the time, you're going to get sick, okay? If you figure out how to get yourself slightly uh, over-cause at it, you're going to function better. You're going to feel better. What kind of chemicals have you put in your body, and what kind are you still putting in your body? Do you have glyphosate in your yarn? What kind of chemicals are you putting on your skin, under your arms, in your mouth? What are they spraying your crops with? Are you getting the... Um, organic food that now has new Bill Gates new plastic covering to it, which is filled with chemicals they won't tell us about because it's not on the label. Are you exercising? Are you getting a good night's sleep? How sound is your nervous system? Have you had accidents or injuries? Do you wake up with your hands going numb or your legs numb, stomach aches, back aches, neck aches, headaches? These are all signs of your There's symptoms or signs telling you something's wrong. So don't just keep stumbling forward with all these things. It's like, you know, that Monty Python where they keep cutting off the guy's arms and he goes, Oh, get you anyway. It's just a flesh wound. And all he is is a, a neck. You don't have to do that. There are a lot of answers. So at any rate, I, I appreciate y'all. Um, I know that you guys uh, listen to me now and then and hopefully I'm giving you some uh, some thoughts to operate off of as I do myself every time I do one of these shows I am talking to myself as much as anybody because I got a lot to learn you know I mean I got a lot to do in this life um, and I want to make sure that you know I'm able to do it um, or at least even if I don't get it done, I'd like to have my health there so I can do what I want to do. I don't want to be in a position where I'm struggling to get by and then emergency comes and I have no reserve energy, no reserve ability to move. So that's stopping myself from getting to the end of that traveling point to the goal. So I'm going to um, switch this picture a little bit like that. This is what's called a neurospinalator, neuropathylator. And up at the top is the very top bone in your head, comes out of your uh, head and at the top of the neck, is the nerve called the vagus nerve. And when I push this little button here, you can't see it on radio. Mom always said I had a face for radio. But when I press that button, you can see all of the organs lighting up. And then on the... um, you can also see everything lighting up when it goes down the um, spinal cord. You see all the spine light up going all the way down to the legs. So this, this is an example of the nerves that come out of your central nervous system, travel down the spine and go to every cell and organ in your body. So all 75 trillion cells have a, have a nerve telling it what to do. And as long as we take care of those and give them the best chance to function, our bodies will do great. So I'm going to read this little uh, thing off to the side here I have in my office. It's um, kind of a funny little thing about, not really funny, but it says, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Benjamin Franklin, pretty smart guy. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure sure. How many people wait till something goes wrong to fix it health wise? Too many people. So we know that if you find a doctor, you go to a doctor to help you with a symptom, he's going to give you something to cover up the symptom. Um, If you go to a doctor and say, hey, I want to be able to walk the John Muir Trail, what do I need to do to make it happen? He might look at you and go, well, you've got to take off 20 pounds. you got to strengthen the muscles in your legs so your knees don't give out on you. you got to make sure you have good shoes so you can make it over the rough terrain. Make sure that you're not dependent on uh, simple sugars that burn up too fast. Get your body working so that it can burn um, slow burning fuel like ketones and protein. Then you're going to need to get yourself acclimated to the climate. So you need to go up and down into higher climates and lower climates and do some walking up there because if you're going to all of a sudden go 214 miles from Yosemite to the top of Mount Whitney, you know, you're going to need to have these things in place. Somebody that can guide you with that and also say, you're going to do it in six months. So every two months, let's set a target for you to hit. And then they give you guidelines and then you check in with them and see if you're going to make those guidelines. So that would be um, preparing yourself for your life that you're still wanting to live. So Benjamin Franklin, again, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And this is a uh, just a little scenario here of a patient. It says, I take coding for the migraines I now have. They're a side effect of the advent I take to stop the vomiting I have from the Lunestra I take for my sleeplessness from the Valium I take for the excessive agitation I have from the Zoloft I take for the bloating gassy feeling and diarrhea I have caught I have caused by the allele I take for the uncontrollable weight gain I got from the Limbertol I take for the chronic fatigue I have for as a side effect of biostolic I take for my high blood pressure which developed from the ibuprofen I took for my occasional headache. That's what they take because a well-balanced lifestyle of exercising regular, eating healthy, and keeping my spine and nervous system healthy by seeing a chiropractor was just too much of a hassle. Does this sound like anyone you know? Save a life today. Tell your friends and family about our office. So that's in the bathroom. When you sit down to go to the bathroom, you read that. And I hope that it um, inspires people to really look and see, you know, what chain of events. It doesn't have to be these drugs people are taking, but one chain of events got you to where you are right now. And sometimes you need to evaluate what's more important and eliminate the things that are not helping you and strengthen the things that are helping you. Really, I as much as all of the people talk about setting goals and positive mental attitudes and all this and writing down what it is that you want. How many people obviously actually do it? You know, how many of you are sitting there going, I'm going to write down a 90-day goal and then write it down. Cuz action is no plan is going to succeed without action. So you need to set forth action in order to achieve anything in life. So again, the three different um, modes of operation are some things make some people make things happen. Some people watch things happen, and other people wonder what happened. So where are you on that scale? And maybe in different parts of your life, you're a different person. Maybe you want to watch the ball game because it's a nice way to sit down and relax. There's nothing wrong with that. But you might be the one that's out there making your garden grow or working with a school board or working in the community or taking care of your family or taking care of hikes or helping children, you know, but... What we put out in life is we get back tenfold. So, you know, really consider a small act of kindness. So if you do nothing with what I've gone over today, and I'm saying this again for myself, I'm going to go write two postcards when I get off the phone to people that I haven't seen for a while and just say, hey, I hope you're doing well. I was thinking about you. I'm doing that because I know it will help something somewhere. It also makes me feel good because I'm putting out a communication to them. So again, who likes to get who open is excited to open your mailbox every day and pull out bills and junk mail? How cool would it be to get a postcard or a little letter, thank you letter, a, hey, thinking of you letter from somebody? That's huge. It could be do more healing than you could imagine. So. Um, write me one. I'd love that. McCollum Chiropractic, Dr. Duncan McCollum, 3555 Clare Street, Suite WW, Claire C-L-A-R-E-S, Street WW, Capitola 95010. Wow, wouldn't I love getting a postcard? We'll see. <laughs> but um, I never asked for anything like that before, so we'll see what happens. But, um, you know, go out and make something happen. Think about what it is that you'd like to achieve today, tomorrow, this week. We have six months left in the year. What do you see in your community changing for the better? Right now, unfortunately, our communities are a lot of, a bunch of individuals all doing their own thing and not communicating very well with each other. So it's like a bunch of ants that are swept by a broom we just had an ant invasion and you could see when you see these this this body of ants moving in a direction i was wondering do they have one big mind do they have this one big innate intelligence that is saying you know go get the whatever it is off of the counter and bring it home they're all seem to be moving systematically in some great plan but then when you sweep them with a broom they're all running around a little cockeyed so that's kind of what i think our society is we've got so many brooms sweeping our attention with this virus that virus this chemical that chemical this group that group it's chaos is really something that is being created, chaos, is stopping people from uh, being a community. They're pitting one group against another group. Who's doing this? That's what we really need to know is who's doing it. And I think that there are people that fall prey to it, and there are probably people that are prejudiced one way or another. But I don't think it's to the extent that um, it's all being... um, expounded on in the world out there so that being said you can say hi to somebody walking down the street you know say hi to a neighbor when you buy something at the grocery store take a time to say hey how's it going today and I don't just mean going hey so what's up I don't know much what's up doing great doing great really we don't allow patient our staff in my office to ask people how are they're doing because usually they go, hey, how are you today? Oh, great. That's a social response. And then you find out they're in a the room crying because you know somebody passed away or they're having children trouble with a child or they lost a job or some other kind of failure. So if you're gonna take time to ask somebody, really be willing to listen and be interested in what they're talking about rather than interesting and what you might have to say. So I hope this has been helpful today. Dr. Duncan McCollum, McCollum Wellness Radio. I'm here in Capitola. You can always find my shows on KSCO radio site under McCollum Wellness Radio. You can find them on Dr. Duncan McCollum YouTube, Facebook, Duncan McCollum. Also Health Rebels is a private group in there I have a podcast, Dr. Duncan McCollum, and, um, you know, I I appreciate the chance to talk to you all once a week and um, just go out there and and, and decide that you have more courage than you thought you did. Decide to make a change in your health. Come in and see us. Don't procrastinate anymore. Procrastination is the um, enemy of health. So, Call, pick up the phone, 831-459-9990. The best way to find out about us is to do the, excuse me, $49 TRT special. Because you get in, you get to sit down, we talk, you get introduced to the office, we get an x-ray of the area complaint, and then we'll do, if appropriate, the um, stem cell treatment on you. And then have you go home. We also have you come back for that same fee. And then we'll see how it worked and find out if we can help your help. If not, eh, 49 bucks spent. I mean, today that's a lot less than, you know, now it's about a cup of coffee. Two years ago, it was like three meals. So um, we're, we're here to help. We wanna make a difference in your life. And so please call us, tell your friends about us. Dr. Duncan McCollum eight, three, one, four, five, nine, 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 zero. And we will see you next week. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode of McCollum wellness radio, please share it with a friend and tell them one helpful fact that you learned today. Remember the best way to learn is to teach.